Monday. Yeah, actually, it's not too bad. It's not Monday, though. I know. That's why it's not so bad. <laughs> I thought about just kind of letting it ride. <laughs> so that way, if uh, everybody gets all confused and crap, yeah, everybody's like, oh, crap, it's another replay. Oh, that would have been funny. That'd I, be good. I, I, I let my own joke slip. That's okay. Things happen. I dropped the punchline. That's fine. Well, you know, there's a lot of people who have dropped a punchline lately. Uh, specifically, everyone in the media. This is, <laughs> we've had everyone. fun. We've had fun the past couple of days looking at all the stories. There's so much stuff. Oh my god, guys, we can't cover it all. I in can't. One night. Like, it, there's so many things here. This is so retarded. The headline <sighs> comes out from uh, PBS.org from September 11th to January 6th. How the Capitol insurrection was the logical endpoint of the 9-11 era. Just going to let that sit there and marinate for just a second. Uh-huh. That's the headline. That's the headline. The headline from PBS. On September 11, 2001, members of Congress gathered on the steps of the U.S. Capitol building, a symbolic seat of American democracy. Sure. It had been just hours since Al-Qaeda operatives killed nearly 3,000 people in the worst terrorist attack in the United States in the country's history, turning four passenger planes into deadly weapons. Uh, you know Al. <clears throat> you know Al. Al who? Al-Qaeda. Sure. Cuts my grass sometimes. Mm -hmm. Standing before the building that, believe, that uh, believed to have been the intended target of one of the hijacked planes, Republicans and Democrats alike raised their voices to sing God Bless America. Great. It was a stirring moment of unity, and it wouldn't last. Once again, this is from PBS. Uh-huh. America After 9-11, a special two-hour frontline documentary from acclaimed filmmaker Michael Kirk and his team reveals why finding in... The U.S. response to 9-11 across four presidencies, a chain of unintended consequences that would usher in an era of fear, mistrust, division, and that would see the Capitol become a target once again. Yeah. You, you already sense and feel how this is going? Yeah, I do. Hey. I really do. This time, the this threat was from within. Quote, who are we? And what do we want to do as a nation? We answered that question too simply on 9-11. We're the good guys, in quote. Journalist and author Tim Ricks, formerly of the Wall Street Journal and the Washington Post, says in American, our America after 9-11. You know what? I think we need, some, we need some mood music. I'm sorry. Keep, no, you find it. There's I'm, plenty to read, so you, yeah. you keep doing what you need to do. Ah. <sighs> Do, 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 do. I lost go. my place now. Uh, what do you now? You really blocked it. Really? Oh my! <laughs> Turn that down a tad. Yeah, there we go. There we go. <clears throat> Quote: After twenty years, or twenty years later, we find out that the uh, that we are the enemy, 
at the biggest national security threat facing the United States is internal. And it has grown partly as a result of American leadership failures over the last 20 years since 9-11. End quote. Mm-hmm. You're blocking me. I know, I know. Moving it. Thank you. <laughs> the, uh, the scene from the film's opening in the clip above, offers a striking juxtaposition between lawmakers' show of unity at the Capitol steps on 9-11 and rioters rushing those same stairs two decades later as part of an attempt to subvert American democracy. It's the subversion of American democracy. Close. The uh, January 6th insurrection at the Capitol is the logical endpoint of the uh, 9-11 era. How? Quote, that according to Ben Rhodes... Who? Former top national security advisor to uh, President One Barack Obama. Rhodey? <clears throat> yeah. Uh, yeah. The second Captain America. Yes. Well, War Machine, but yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, that's what he said <laughs> in an excerpt. Quote, when you have people who can't trust institutions anymore, who are angry that the wars that they were promised great victories in didn't turn out well, they start to look for people to blame. In we, quote. Yeah. It's weird. Like, how dare yeah, like, how dare the American people actually expect put, to hold accountability to the people who promised them stuff? How dare Americans set uh, set your politicians' feet to the fire and make sure that you stand up for what you actually <laughs> said you were going to do? Those, I mean... Those bastards. Terrible people. God. Jeez. America after 9-11 traces the roots of modern-day distrust in the United States government back to the mistakes in what the George W. Bush administration termed the, quote, War on terror, end quote. Starting with strategic missteps in Afghanistan, the determination to go to war in Iraq, and inaccurate claims that Saddam Hussein had weapons of mass destruction and links to the Al-Qaeda's. I still kind of think he had some weapons. Well, I mean, we will, we'll never really know the truth. I mean, when you sit and broadcast I, it to the entire world, hey, we're going to come in and look for your stuff. And then they don't have any stuff because you broadcast it to the rest of the world that, hey, we're going to come look at your stuff, and they hide it. Yeah, I mean, we, we'll never know. We honestly will never, ever know. It's like broadcasting to China, hey, we're going to inspect Wuhan. Yeah. Oh, there's no viruses here. There's no virus. Yeah, because they all escaped. <laughs> um, oh. I know. Too soon? Was it too soon? No. I don't know. No, it's over two years now. So. Oh, we're good? Okay, we're good. Fine. All right. Yeah. All right, good. Uh, no, I mean, it was. The way, when you when you set up all this stuff, there's bound to be mistrust. But how, I, what do you expect? What do you expect when, when, when the American people hire you to do a job and you don't follow through? You fail. Not Every just fail. Time. Not you lie. Not just fail, but lie. And you're yeah. caught in lies. And then when you were caught in lies, you go, well, no, that wasn't me. You turn into Shaggy from the 90s. It, it wasn't, wasn't me. me. But she got me in the counter. It, it wasn't me. Yeah. He had weapons of mass destruction. It, it wasn't, wasn't me. me. Yeah. Quote, what 9-11 did was really replace the ideals that we professed in terms of democracy and in terms of moderation and restraint with one single impulse, survival. We we now need to do that song. uh, We will later. Uh, (laughs) That, according to historian Jellian Cobb, staff writer for The New Yorker, says in a documentary, when Iraq wasn't found to have WMDs, quote, the long-term effect was a beginning of a certain level of distrust of the government. Of the beginning. And the government, that the government lied to them and that we went to war in Iraq under false pretenses. Okay, so... End quote. Hold on, hold on. 
Hold, uh, well, that was according to Darlene Superville of the Associated Press. As okay, Darlene. All right, Darlene. So, but what's wrong with that? Un, hold on. Well, so, when we found that they didn't have the WMD, uh, WMDs, okay? Uh huh. The government, it was found that the government lied so that they could then invade Iraq. Yeah, they wanted excuses to get in there. Okay. Mm-hmm. What was the real reason why we were in Iraq? Oh, I've heard so many different reasons. I don't even know anymore. Oil. Exactly. Um, it could be anything. It could there be. There was all kinds of. At this point in time. Oil was the big one. Oil was the big one. And But why? Why would we go there for oil when we could crack it and frack it ourselves? No, because again, this, this is what selfish people do is they have their own stuff, but they want to use other people's stuff first so they still have it. Yeah, but when we go over there to try and steal their stuff, it takes a lot more money. Yeah, but if we're already over there, it doesn't cost as much. Because we're already made there. basically there? Yeah. <sighs> mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. It's really weird how that But what out. about the fact that most of it was actually just proxy war? Most, all of it was proxy war. When I say most of it, like the beginning, the initial, oh, yeah, yeah. the initial stage of it was go to Afghanistan, take out Al Qaeda, you know, blah 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 blah. Yeah, and then it be, and then it bloomed and blossomed into this giant proxy war between us and every other nation. Yep, inside of the Middle East. Why did we actually go to Iraq? More than likely, it was proxy war. Yeah. More than likely, it was because we were playing a Cold War game in the Middle East, which is funny to say because it's really hot there. Yeah. Quote, you can see the beginning of some of the conspiracy theories that have sort of infected the American mindset. End quote. That according to Jane Mayer of The New Yorker. That Mm -hmm. distrust would deepen with revelations about the CIA's use of torture and then the Obama's administration's management of the wars in Iraq and Afghanistan, uh-huh. the rise of ISIS, sure. and the escalating use of drone attacks. I don't. I still don't get how um, 9-11 now equals January 6th. Well, just, just here we go. Okay. Um, clean it up here. A quote, when we started thinking of the drone as the answer to all the problems, uh, terrorism, this is when we failed. In quote, that according to Alice Sauerfen the uh, counter-terrorist expert and former FBI agent. Quote, a drone cannot kill an ideology. Pay attention to the wording there. I'm that, sorry? The, that word right there is actually important. Pay attention to that. Wait, I, Ideology on. is going to be kind of the key. Okay, but wait, okay? wait, wait, hold on. Before you get there, <clears throat> okay, when we started thinking of drone as the answer to all of our problems in terrorism, that is when we failed. Um... Are you talking about the drone strikes that we did? The the, the very selective drone strikes that killed only ta- terrorists for the most part? Mm-hmm. Every now and again, they did screw up. Yeah. That saved hundreds of thousands of American lives from not having to go over there? Yeah, but that's not... That's not you're, you're, you're focusing on the wrong thing. You're, you're, oh, you're, I'm, you're, I'm focusing... You're focusing on okay. the wrong thing. Okay, so... Uh, okay, please, go ahead. Okay. Sorry. Remember, sorry. No, fault. no, you're my fine. Fault. You're fine. My fault. You're fine. Just keep, sorry. Just, ideology is, is kind of a is one of the words you want to keep in the back All of your mind. All right. Ideology it is. Continuing on, quote, yep. so every time we kill someone, 10 people come to take their position, end quote. This is not a hydra. <clears throat> well, aren't they? More like cockroaches. They come out of everything from everywhere, all the undergrounds and stuff. Mm-hmm. All the while, other outgrowths of the 9-11 attacks and the U.S. response were on the rise in America. Division, mistrust, racism, conspiracy theories. The uh, 
The film shows how President Donald Trump, while continuing to fight against ISIS and terrorists abroad, turned the language of the war on terror on his perceived enemies at home. Wait, what? Ultimately, America after 9-11 draws a line from 9-11 attacks and their aftermath to the January 6, 2021 insurrection at Capitol Hill fueled by President Trump's false claims of a stolen election. All right, I'm done. Oh, no. No. I'm done. Nope. Quote, if we look at January 6th as one measure of where we were are as a nation, then did bin Laden succeed in some way of fundamentally dividing us and bringing pain in ways that we couldn't see at the time? And quote, that according to author and journalist Rajiv Kadraksakhanaram. Perfect. Thank you. That's a long one. I, I, I don't have time to try and figure it out. He was formerly of the uh, Washington Post and asks that in the film. Just quote, call him Raj, uh, Rajiv Chandra. Rajiv Chandra. I like that. Yeah. Uh, quote, if we don't take proper accounting of what we did in these past 20 years and what the impact has been, not just half a world away, but what the impact has been within our borders, then we have fundamentally misunderstood the legacy of 9-11. Okay. All right. Thanks, Raj. Um, the legacy? Legacy. Of legacy. I didn't, legacy. I didn't know 9-11 had a legacy. Yeah, actually, you know what the legacy of 9-11 is? Mm-hmm. Not rebuilding those buildings. Yeah. That's the legacy of 9-11. The legacy of 9-11 is the deaths and, and, and the destruction yeah. that happened on our soil. That's the legacy of 9-11. So basically what they're trying to imply is that we have, uh, because of 9-11, we were then able to be the horrible, racist. Everything that's happened in the past 20 years that have become from so many other things is tied to 9-11 via Trump. That is what, look. More or less. I mean, basically it it says it. It says it. Well, yeah, their emphasis is all on Trump. Yeah, it's a Trump tie. Yeah. So it's not 9-11. It's not actually 9-11. They're using that as a basis. They're using that, that as a just, catalyst. It's a catalyst or whatever. Sure. Yeah. Okay. No, that's not a catalyst. You want to know why that's not a catalyst? Mm. Because our subsequent presidents since then sent us, each one sent us into different wars for no reason. Mm-hmm. Absolutely no reason. Barack Obama, supposed peacekeeper, even got a peace prize and all the rest of it, set us into three other platform, three other nations yep. to war. At once. At once, for no reason. Well, you can't say no reason. The he got, Congo, for he, Christ's sake. He got bin Laden. The Congo. No one still talks about that one. Why the hell were we in the Congo? For they were looking a- for the apes. Why were we in the Congo? Why? Why are we in these random places? It didn't make any sense. Our government was just, well, not our government, but specifically our president at the time, Barack Obama, was thinning out the nation, thinning out our military. Yeah. Yep. A man that goes on a uh, on an apology tour across the world is not the same guy that sends out armies and militaries and navies and all the rest of it to different to different countries just to fight wars that we have no business being no in. point in being in or some of them aren't even like but wars. apparently we that's just, the guy some of them weren't even wars some of them we just showed up like the congo we yeah, just we showed, showed up, up in, in the, the congo like, like hey guys we're here what's up buddy don't be telling anybody we're here we'll but kill you sh- yeah but we're here 
Yeah. Why? The, the, the whole Why? point of the whole point of this this stupid thing is that there's this underlying thing from the beginning that that people the the poor stupid Americans because of 9/11 turn around and had mistrust in the government because that's all you should do is always trust the government. You should always trust the you government. Should always trust the government. We've had and, mistrust in the government and, since it started. And what happened though? <laughs> but yeah, true. Well, what happened is is with the 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 mistrust and the conspiracy theories and all of these things that have come to light uh-huh it is it is now brought to the surface this dark ugly ideology sure in in you know the people no leave it run I like this oh, yeah, I like it too leave it run for now because this we'll we'll change it after the break oh yeah but um yeah, that, that that's been laying there the whole time. The the racism, the white supremacy issue, the 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 hatred that's been going on against all of that. Uh, all was, the trans all of it was from nine yeah, eleven. Everything, everything came to the surface because now you know it was one of those. It was righteous anger. We could all throw it out there, and you could all blame it and cover it up underneath. You know, well, we were righteous to be angry at, at Al Qaeda for doing this, but we can still be mad at other things as well. It's kind of a a volcanic overflow, as it were. Except for the fact that we had 9-11, right? Yeah. And then we had 9-12. Yeah. You remember 9-12? I do. I, I, you remember what happened in I, 9-12? I personally do. Like, I... <laughs> like, it wasn't a righteous anger. No. Of course, that did happen eventually. Oh, yeah. But it wasn't righteous anger. No. No, it was... We were all... It was all together. You were all I, everyone. I was so proud of us as a nation on nine. That next day, I w- it was fantastic. It was great. I was talking to strangers. I mean, I talk to strangers anyway. That doesn't bother me. But I, it was a little bit more free. Everybody was talking to each other. Everybody took, was a part of everything. And now it took like two months for it to dwindle down to like back to normalish range. Well, but that's because well, yeah. And then you start having issues with. George W. Bush lying to us. You had, you know, Barack Obama lying. And again, it's a lie. You can't win a Nobel Peace Prize and then put us into three different nations in in, a, in proxy wars and everything else. Trying for no to, reason with conflicts. Yeah, for no reason. And you, again, and you still get a Nobel Peace Prize. No. Trump. Trump, for all intents and purposes, did he, did he say, yes, this stuff has to happen? Yes, it mm-hmm. has to be done. Yep. Blah, 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 blah. Uh-huh. Sure. Yes, he did. But he didn't do it. No. He didn't do it. Now, I give it that he gave a timeline and all this stuff. You oh, know, oh, well, he only had we'll, four hey, years. Well, before blah, you blah, get blah. there, before you get there, we'll get to that point. Oh, no, we will. We'll I'm, get to that. We yeah. got another story to tie that in. Oh, yeah, we will. And I'm, I'm just, that's why I'm using this to lead into it real quick. Mm-hmm. Is, you know, he was, he had that opportunity. He had that time. Yes, he had a lot going on, but he still could have done it. He didn't do it. Right. Okay? So I don't give a damn what anybody wants to say, regardless of whether you liked him or didn't like him. Mm-hmm. He didn't do it either. So this article in that part is absolutely right. There were three presidencies over 20 years. Well, four now. Well, four. That did nothing. And there's a whole other story that we're going to bring up here later on that just goes to show that O'Biden is just as bad. He's got us still going on and fighting stuff. Wait until we tell you about that story. Oh, it's so good. Oh You're going to love it. God. It's what we're going into, man. This is one. I'm telling you, this is what happens when we have a vacation and we can read. Yeah. Well, that's kind of the thing. No, no, no. So, okay. All right. So the tie-in, all right? Uh-huh. They, 9-11 all the way through. Blah, 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 blah. <clears throat> 9-11 happened. We go to war uh, against stupidity, honestly. It was not. You, you can't have a war 
against terrorism. Nope. Just Dude, like you can't have a war against drugs or homelessness or anything else. Right. You can't have a war against an ideology. You can't war against an ideology. It doesn't make sense. Every major issue that, that most people have had was because they were warring against an ideology, not a nation. Look at the Crusades. Yeah. That's exactly what that was. That was an ideology. Of course, it was the exact same ideology that we're fighting right now. Yeah. But that's the funny thing. Look at the Barbary Pirates. Same thing. <laughs> same people. You're not going to win this fight. No. Okay? This fight is not... Th that fight is not winnable. And the reason why it's not winnable is because these people hold on to that faith. Yeah. They hold on to that ideology like it is the last thing that is good in the world. And it's obviously not. But. Obviously it's not because it's leading them to violence and murder and death and they don't wish to change it. Which is really weird. I, I can't it's wrap my odd. brain around it's that. It's awkward. But whatever. Eh, I mean, tomato, the only tomato. thing that you can do is keep it out of your sphere of influence. Yep. That's the only thing that you can do is keep it out of your sphere of influence. And I'm not talking about, you know, hey, ban all Muslims. No. That's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is ban Islamicism. Yeah. There's a big difference. It's a knowledgeable difference. It is something that we have to actually pay attention to. Islam is one thing. Islamism is a whole nother. Anything pretty much, remember, anything with an ism is Wrong. bad. Yeah. Any kind of ism is bad. Period. Christianism. Christianism. Yeah, exactly. It's bad. It's bad. Baptism. It, well. <laughs> All right, you got me there. But no, but it but it's but it's true. Like there's there's a difference. There's a difference between it being a Muslim and being an Islamist. You know, just like you you can sit here about that for everything. It it's it's all about again, it always comes back at the end of the day to the heart. Right. Period. And you can't fight you, you can't fight an ideology with violence. No, because that's their heart, sadly. Yeah. That's it's a heart to heart issue. It cannot be fought with violence. Yeah. Now at the same point in time, if they start killing people, yeah, but you gotta finish the problem. No, and you, you do gotta, you gotta stop it. You do. But what I'm saying, yeah, but at that point though, it's you're still not fighting the ideology. You're fighting it at those people and then the only way you can honestly remove an ideology and defeat an ideology is by... Reformation. Yeah, basically. It's reformation. Convincing, convincing the other side or them coming it to themselves that this is wrong. Right. And until mm -hmm. that happens... it's Nothing's going to change you, Yeah, you can bomb the ever holy hell out of it and all you're going to do is, is just in, entrench them more. They have a religious text that tells them that everybody that they fight against is in the wrong yep. and that they are in the right. And no matter what, they can lie to you because you aren't part of their religion. And that means that they can do anything they want to you because you're in the wrong. Yep. Because you aren't part of them. It is the ultimate us versus them mentality. Yeah. And sadly, it's it's going to just continue on <clears throat> without internal reformation. That's not something that you and I can do. Yeah. It's something that the people of that faith have to take care of. Yep. Sweaters Prime over on Twitter. It isn't often at DOA show gets me yelling at the computer with the first headline, but such things do happen. 
<laughs> Dude, where's my slug? Also on Twitter, I'm pretty sure 9-11 era just got a big giant boost thanks to the utter cluster duck uh, that is Afghan Hassan. Right. Uh, Swim so is prime again. Crack it and frack it at DOA show's new motto. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. It's good. Oblivion Flickering on Twitter. Uh, war should be like professional boxing. Only combatants of the same weight class should be allowed to fight. I like that one. That's actually kind of good. Another I, one. I like that. Another one he threw out there. They gave Obama the Nobel Peace Prize at the start of his presidency because they were confident he would sustain the war. Dude, where's my slug? Uh, do you think Biden expects a Nobel? I don't know. I, I don't think he knows where he's at half the time. Uh, yeah, if you heard his last statement, yeah. that man has no idea what he's doing. Oblivion flickering in 912. I actually hugged a liberal. Nightmares still persist. <laughs> there you go. But I, you were in Portland, so you probably smelled that. I'm Peter Serapine, host of the Liberty Lighthouse, and I am a gun-owning constitutionalist who believes that the only role of government is to protect my rights. I believe that all lives matter and dividing people by race is racist. I believe the First Amendment makes us a free people and the Second Amendment keeps us free. I believe the United States of America is the greatest country to ever exist. And if you disagree with any of those statements, then maybe you shouldn't listen to the Liberty Lighthouse. Saturdays at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific on Mojo Bible Radio. Fast Track Student Loans can get your student loans out of default, stop any wage garnishments, stop collection calls, and stop seizure of your tax refund. Give yourself a break. Stop the stress and get your student loan payments down to as little as $25 a month based on what you can afford to pay. 800-709-4395. G'day mates, Tech Roo here on location in Australia in search of a rare and elusive wild hare. Most think you would find him when the sun don't shine, but we will find him right here in this primitive Aboriginal outback. I would never consider an excursion like this without my Patriot Supply survivor gear in my pouch. No, not that pouch. I don't have a pouch. In my backpack. Besides the four-week emergency food supply kit that's back at home from preparewithmojo50.com, I've got an emergency blanket, my one-size-fits-all poncho, my snake bite kit, and my Alexa Pure Survival Spring Straw. Crikey! There's a wild hair now! Ain't he a beaut? What's up, Dad? Find some great deals at preparewithmojo50.com. This is Defenders Live. Swedmas Prime over on Twitter at DOA Show. Reformation or killing every last one of them. Neither one seems possible at this juncture. I The problem with the idea of killing every one of them is even if you did, the ideology still exists. 
Okay, you can't force people to change their ideology. It doesn't. It doesn't work. Yeah. Once again, it's always about it's a it's a heart issue. Yeah, it's a heart thing. Period. If you could wipe everybody out, and unless you turned around and were able somehow to get a hold of every single form of of writings pertaining to said thing and mm. destroyed it then you might you might be able to change it but eventually it would kind of pop back up because somebody would be like oh well i think this is a great idea oh. the problem with that is is we as americans can't do that because that goes against literally the very core of who we are you can't just burn all the books you can't uh, hold people's speech back even if you don't agree with it right that's it's one what of the, makes this so hard. It's one of the, one of those things that we believe in, you know, freedom. I know, and it again, if we want, it like, comes so at a price. That's the thing. Okay, that is the biggest thing about this. We could just crush it all. We could. That is in the power of the American government. That is and in the power. Not even think twice about. That it. is within the abilities of our government. Yep. We could just crush everything. And it's not a good idea. Because it doesn't, at that point, we're no, then no better than they are. We're, yeah, we're worse, in fact. Yeah. We, we've gone and turned, we could turn the entire Middle East into a sheet of glass and not care. And not, and now, not waste hardly anything. And what good would it do? Nothing. It would turn, it would turn more people against I understand. what we believe and what we think. Yeah. And you can't win hearts and minds by being worse than the villains you're fighting. Right. Just doesn't work that way. Nope. Speaking of people who are worse than villains that they fight, uh, <laughs> Secretary of State, a Blinken. Oh, is he gone yet? No. Damn it. Arrives for a briefing. Ew, ew, <laughs> ew, ew, ew. I didn't say the other word. I said arrives. Yeah, he arrived. Ew. He arrived ew. for a briefing I, in Afghanistan. He arrived in his briefs. In Afghanistan. Ew. <laughs> I'm sure they loved him. Oh, excuse me, on Afghanistan. Oh. At the U.S. I was going to say, you know, there's no way in hell he would ever go to Afghanistan. Yeah, well, Afghanistan, you know. <sighs> Secretary of State Anthony Blinken said on Tuesday, the Taliban is not blocking those valid travel documents for leaving from leaving Afghanistan, but uh, concedes that uh, some outgoing flights including some of the groups of the international airport in the northern part of the country have been stalled. Well, if Al-Qaeda is not blocking them, who is? Or Taliban. Or Taliban, I'm sorry. If Taliban is not blocking them, then who is blocking them? The Taliban. But you just said that they weren't. No, no, he said that they weren't. Yeah, but that's what I said. You're saying, but he's saying that they're not. Right. They're not blocking anything, but now you're saying that they are blocking it. Of course they are. Why? You just said, but he said they weren't. Well, that's because he's lying. Oh, that would make more sense. Doesn't I got it? it? Yeah, okay, you're right. Okay. Got it now. Yeah, gotcha. no. Actually, right now. So at, wait, hold at on. This very moment, which is he lying about? The fact that they're not being blocked, or the fact that that, that, that they are that they're not. Okay, so he's he's lying, saying that they're not. Right. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. You good? Gotcha. Okay. No, I just wanted to make sure. Yeah. Currently, at this moment, as we speak, right now. There are roughly 1,500 people waiting to fly out. Six separate planes that, that are known with, with people waiting. Mm -hmm. They're off the flights, yeah. okay? They're not allowed to get on the plane or anything. The planes, yeah. are, the planes are completely grounded. The plane buys the plane. Yeah, completely grounded at this point, mm -hmm. okay? Not allowed to go anywhere. 
because the Taliban have yet to screen everybody. Okay. That's not saying that they haven't gotten the papers from everybody because they have. Okay. But they've decidedly delayed everything because, well, they want to. Because they can. Because they can. Because they're the power now. Because they have all the control Hmm. in Afghanistan. Isn't that weird? It is, isn't it? Yeah, uh, he says, uh, he continues on here. The flights out of Afghanistan have seemingly been held back, which would but then it, invalidate the Taliban is not blocking portion of this. Well, as you say, somebody's blocking them then. If Right, yeah. Blinken said, uh-huh. as those uh, eligible evacuees remained intermixed with other people who are seeking to flee the country but are not, not a possession of necessary documentation. That is another lie because everybody that is put up for these flights are people that have all documents, uh, have mm-hmm. all their documents in order. That's the only way that they were able to get to the airport in the first place. Yeah. <sighs> ever, well, ever, you know, I kind of think at this point that Helen Keller and Amelia Earhart could probably get them out of there pretty quick. You know, and, yeah, and the only reason I say Amelia Earhart because she died and no one knows where she went to. Yeah, nobody knows where she went. And Helen Keller, just because how funny it would be to see her fly a plane. <laughs> just, you know, guide you. <laughs> <laughs> Guide you by touch. Use the force. You'll kind of one. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Full sensory deprivation. <laughs> hey. It works for some people. Fear nothing. <clears throat> yeah. Quote, there are groups of people who are grouped together. That's usually what groups do. Groups of people grouped together. That's what makes them a group. Some it's of kind whom, of in the name. Some of whom <laughs> have the appropriate travel documents as you know, an American passport, green cards, visas, and others do not. Yeah. Okay. That's what Blinken told reporters at the news conference in Doha, Qatar. Mm-hmm. Quote, it's my understanding that the Taliban has not denied ex- exits to anyone holding a valid document, but they have said that those without valid documents at the point at this point can't leave but because all of these people are grouped together it means that the flights have not been allowed to go does that make any sense whatsoever no because you can just say you can go 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 and click click you no click 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 no click 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 no click 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 no yeah that it doesn't we do that at the airport all day long do you have a ticket can you get on this flight? Yeah. No, you no, can't. No, you can't. Uh, you can get You're on. You're looking for gate C12. It's on the other side of the airport. You got to go over that way. It's probably gone now. It's, uh, you, you probably, to... oh, you, yeah. it was 10 minutes ago. Yeah, I'm sorry. You're going yeah, to have to. You're going to have to wait around for the next run. Yeah, you're going to see if you can schedule another flight with another person. Uh-huh. Oblivion flickering over on Twitter. I assure you the Taliban is not blocking people from leaving. They're simply exercising restraint and facilitating the evacuation. Otherwise, blocking people from leaving. Yeah. In, Thank in, you. No, in certain no terms. Yeah. Yeah. In other words, <laughs> on Tuesday, the Blinken said. Uh, that, uh, oh, hold on. What? Sidebar. <laughs> Dude, where's my slug? Helen Keller did fly a plane for 20 minutes once upon a time. Pilot invited her to the cockpit and let her fly. I very nice. That's very nice. See? Yeah, yeah it flew by hand. <laughs> Now, <laughs> no one said that he was on the 
in the air. <laughs> what? Because fly is in quotation marks. Right. And all he said was that, that, you know, the pilot invited her up to the cockpit. Well, she was, well, she was on a flight. Yeah, she was on the plane. No one said anything about the plane being in the air when they brought her up to the, pl- up to the stick to let her fly. <laughs> she has no idea. What are they going to do? Woo, slow down. And Keller, Keller, we're going. We're getting ready she, to loop. Oh, that's right. She can't hear me. <laughs> <laughs> that's so not nice. It's funny. Uh, you, you'd think that she would be, you know, mm. more apt to feel the, the, like, the G-force and everything else going against you. Like, but if she never really got off the ground, how the hell would she know? That's, yeah, I guess so. I mean, she might. She might. But that's actually, once you get up and flying, after you get at a certain altitude and you kind of start cruising. Coasting and yeah. Yeah, you're not going to, you don't notice it after a while. Yeah, you don't feel it. It's like the fact that we don't realize that we're spinning around on a rock at 77,000 miles an hour, 66,000 miles an hour. Whatever it is, yeah. But we are. But we are. And gravity. And, well, yeah. So, I'm just saying this. That's what Ms. Prime over DOA show. He just wanted her to grab the joystick. I don't disagree. But anyway, on Tuesday, Blanken said to the State Department that had identified, quote... A relatively small number of Americans who we believe are seeking to depart from Mazar-i-Sharif. Mazar-i-Sharif, yeah. Yeah, Mazar-i-Sharif with their families. Oh, so then doesn't that invalidate the whole, you know, we've... We're 100% successful. We've gotten 100% of the people that want to leave Afghanistan out. Hmm. Because if you're saying now that there's a relatively small number, yeah, which, which I don't believe, I it's I, I believe it's a lot larger than what you say it is. Relatively <clears throat> small number for you is you know a thousand people or whatever. No, it was less than that, but still a couple hundred or whatever. Yeah, liars. Yeah, liars. Lying liars lie. who lie. Mm-hmm. The White House press secretary Jen Psaki said on Tuesday that just under one hundred. American citizens were still in Afghanistan. Telling reporters that uh, that aboard Air Force One, the administration was, quote, working to get every single American citizen and every individual who has documentation out of the country. I can tell you right now, there are more than 100. In fact, there are about 127 people American citizens. American citizens currently sitting the other waiting couple, for those planes. The other couple thousand or oh. up to 10,000 is all Afghani people that either have paperwork or yeah, but, okay. green cards. Or but there's, but, yeah, there's but no, still, no, but, you know, you, but, well, hold on, hold on. But that's the game they're playing. She's not even, she's not even counting. No, the fact I know that, they're that, doing, the, they're doing it on purpose. Yeah. But because she's not counting the, the people that we, that, that are, our, our volunteers got out. That's not it. No, no. But that's, that's the point. There's just under a hundred American citizens left. No, there's not. There's more. There's but more than a hundred. It's 127-ish. Currently sitting in the airport. That's not, that's not the only. I know, but let's just assume for a second that that's even right. Okay. Okay. Sure. That's still, that number is way lower. Then now it's all I keep saying. Well, we're getting the American citizens out. It's, it's all, again, it's all wordplay. It's what they say and how they say it. Yeah. They keep just saying a hundred and some odd American citizens, not even touching on the fact 
that that there 10, are ten thousand ex Afghanis and that all have green cards and visas and passports and stuff that was promised and owed for helping them out for twenty years and all this other stuff. None of that stuff's being mentioned because then if they did, the number would be through the damn roof, right? It's and all, then they would it would prove that they are the failures that they are. It's the same wordplay that they play when they're talking about COVID numbers. Yep, it's the exact same thing that they did. Oh. Well, the infection rate is down. Let's talk about death rate. Oh, the death rate is down. Let's talk about infections. Mm-hmm. Oh, the infection and death rate are down. Guess what? New variant. Mm-hmm. It's all a game. And the problem with it is, is people keep falling for it. Every time. Every time. I I would love to see a complete restructuring of... of uh, the Congress and the, the the whole government as a whole. Oh yeah, that'd be good. Election time is we start. You know, we've already kind of half started. Kicks off next year. I would love to see a complete rebuilding of everything. I don't think it's going to happen. Right everybody. Away. Well, no, I don't either. We, but everybody that has an open, you know, is up for re-election currently is needs gone. to go. Every don't care if they're Republican single, or what. one of them, all of them gone. Yep. Start new. Oh, and That's replaced with people who aren't already politicians. Agreed. Who didn't go to school to be politicians. That would be nice, wouldn't it? Replace them with people who literally just got out of a regular job. Now, I say that, and we also make fun of Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez. <laughs> but that's because she's a moron. Yeah. Not because she was a bartender. Allegedly, she was a good bartender. I'm sure she was. Allegedly. I don't know how good I don't. She could dance while also holding at least a tray of glasses, I'm sure. Oh, well, that's talent right there. Yeah, so she was a good bartender. It's called a gift. <laughs> right. I don't know if she can shake it, shake it. But. That's, how, that's how she got the tips. Right. Oblivion flickering over on Twitter. Oh, great. It must have been a thrill to be on the flight when the controls were turned over to Helen Keller. <laughs> Isn't it bad enough that the Qantas allows John Travolta to play pilot? Yes. Yes. I, you know, I mean. I mean, yes. I'm never on those planes, so I don't care. Uh-huh. Dude, where's my slug? What happened to the kids from San Francisco that were stranded in Africa handstand? That's a good question. Nobody's known. Yeah. Nobody, nobody ha- knows. Nobody knows. Nobody knows. We haven't heard news one about those people. No, but. Since we, since we first heard about it and read about it. Fear not, though. Right. We do have the. Uh, Afghanistan's women's soccer team. Right. They right. are safe and on home on American soil. Uh-huh. Don't worry. Mm-hmm. Put your mind at ease. Yes, there are American citizens and children and stuff that are stranded in, in a foreign war-torn country. Oh, but oh, don't oh, worry. Oh. We've got the this girl's soccer team here. We also have people that were in jail. Oh, good. Yeah, don't forget that. A ton that. of yeah. people that were in yeah. jail. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we got those. And yeah. now we brought them to America to put them in jail. Yeah, good, good, good. In America. So our taxes can pay to keep them alive. <sighs> in America. Dude, where's my slug? I went to school to dig up stuff. Would I make a good politico? Sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, you would. Sure. Get out there and do it. Shake it up a little. Yeah. Who's who's not going to vote for a slug? That's what I'm saying. The I mean, first ever you will be oh, slug yeah. elected to office. The first ever invertebrate ever. That's, I mean, talk about his, talk about breaking the ceiling. I know, right? That glass ceiling shattered. Forget all the whole woman thing and uh, invertebrate stuff for life. and colored stuff. Yeah, no, no, no. Invertebrate. Yep. 
for life. Do it. Done, son. Should. Yep. Oh, okay. And this article goes into the whole two decades of Afghanistan war and blah, blah, blah. blah, blah, blah. Uh, anyway, yeah. I hate it. It's the same stuff. The same lines. Every single story is the same bullshit. I don't like it. Mm-mm. <sighs> and now for something completely different. So, uh, former president... Donald J. Trump. There's a, he was speaking at a rally and. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. I, I messed it up. Yep. In Ohio. So it's a picture we can't see. Sorry. <laughs> Boots on the ground in Iowa. Uh-huh. Accelerated fundraising. More national media interviews. A flood of new press statements arise in attack ads on the web with a flurry of activity from his main political committee and hence dropped in private conversations with confidants and advisors. Donald Trump is signaling a heightened interest in reclaiming the White House and laying the necessary groundwork to do it. Or the best I trolling ever ever i hope he does. the most a, expensive troll ever what else has he got to do i know. He can't take it when he, he dies. can't yeah he can't do anything else he's got so much money since his november defeat trump and his allies have fanned the notion that he would seek a rematch in 2024 that's nothing new prior to his bid for the president trump fainted and flirted with runs for president over decades without pulling the trigger but associates say President Joe Biden's declining political for, uh, fortunes amid the uh, resurgence of coronavirus and the August 15th fall of the Kabul have intensified the interest of the former president, who is already motivated by a burning sense of pride and grievance over his loss to Biden. Well, I, I, I once again, I don't think it was a loss. Yeah, I don't think so either. So that's the uh, anyway. Um, that's neither here. It's there less at this point. about his grievance with the the election and more about his grievances with what they've done with everything that he was putting into place. But and you just just so we're clear, let's say that he makes it. Let's say he does run sure, twenty twenty four and wins. Yeah. Guess what they're going to do? A very first day in twenty twenty eight. Beach forty seven. Well, he'd be forty seven. Oh, that's right. Because he was 45 and yeah, now it's right. in Peach 47. Yeah, I was going to correct you because of 45, but I'm like, wait a minute, he's doing it a second time. Yeah. Yeah. But not, not just that. <laughs> not just that. Whoever comes in, number 48, is going to turn around. And do the exact and same And do thing. everything exactly the same as Bill Biden did. Unless they're going it's to also, wipe everything. Unless, unless he, they're following Republican standard at that <clears> point. Yeah, no, I wouldn't hold my breath. I'm not either. Uh, quote, Trump sees Biden is on the ropes. He wants to throw punches at a combatant, not a heckler from the stands, end quote. The, uh, that according to Matt Gates, Florida representative, adding that Trump is in no rush to announce, though, because, quote, the base is rightly loyal to him and a good rule in politics is to be a candidate for a short time, as short a time as necessary, end quote. Well, he w- he's been a candidate for 25 years. Yeah. So. At least. The whole it's rule, the, the whole rule of thumb thing, is kind of out the window for him. I don't. It doesn't work for him, and it shouldn't work for anybody else. Uh, before we go forward, uh, Oblivion flickering. Over I got Twitter, that. I was yeah. getting ready to do that too. Uh, first invertebrate elected to office. Lindsey Graham, I'd beg to differ. No, hold on a second. Lindsey Graham is a turtle. Turtles are not invertebrates. 
No, no, no. You're thinking of Mitch McConnell. Am I? Yeah. I get them mixed up. Mitch McConnell's the turtle. That's right. I apologize. I stand corrected. Yeah, I get no, them. No. Lindsey Graham is they're both They're both so useless. I cannot think of. Lindsey Graham is definitely spineless, though. That's true. <laughs> That's sad, but true. Yeah. Anyway, uh, let's see. Gates, who, uh, like the dozen of Trump advisors and friends interviewed for this article, declined to disclose his conversations within the organization or with Trump. Good. But he said it is more likely than not Trump takes the plunge, especially after the 2022 midterm elections if the GOP takes back one or more chambers of Congress. Trump, in recent interviews, has shied away from divulging specifics about his plans, but has privately suggested to others he's running. He's also paying attention to the finer details behind the scenes, such as making editing suggestions to his web ads and to make them harder hitting against Biden. His operation is likewise taking concrete steps to enhance his profile and position him for a potential campaign. In addition to hiring a new communications staffer to keep up with the increased activity, several rallies have been added recently to Trump's fall schedule. There are plans for events in the first in the nation presidential state of Iowa, Florida, and the critical swing state of Georgia. Yeah. Which I'm going to go out on a limb right now. Georgia is not a swing state. No, you, it's not. You can sit here and go, well, we ain't got Atlanta. And it's a big thing. But I'm, no, I, it's not a swing state. When you when you take in everything else, it, you tell tell everyone in Georgia that Trump is running. The only people who won't vote for him is is Atlanta. Everybody else will get it. Therefore, and I'm telling you, it'll it might be close, but Georgia will will take it to him every time. It's well, it's, I mean, they didn't last time, but they also got. Yeah, there's a whole other. Mm. <laughs> We're that's not what, talking about that now, are we? Yeah, and I was one of those other things. So a lot of these, a lot of these speeches that he's given out, and a lot of these plans and tours and events and all the rest of it, they're also centered around <clears throat> the next midterm election. Yeah. See that the the only reason I, I I think a lot of people after this past one with him. I think you're going to take things a tad more seriously. You know what I mean? Like they're going to actually, I think more people are actually going to get out and try to make a difference because they've seen, you know, the, 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 again, they all fall bowls back to the mistrust. Yeah. They, they saw what happened. The, all the, the, the sneakiness, the underheadedness. Well, uh, one moment it's at this number. And then two hours later, it just suddenly jumps up a hundred and something thousand volts or whatever. And it, it's like, Oh, well that was just a miscalculation. It was just a resetting of the time. And you know, it's, you know how computers are when they hit this, the four zeros, it's like Y2K, but not as bad as we thought it was going to be. It, <laughs> it's not so all the excuses, all the stupidity. Yeah. I think a lot of people, especially on the right period, the people who are the, the hardcore Trump sycophants and everything else those people are going to be out there in full force making sure that nothing is left up to chance see the problem is is i don't think they worried about it as much well the problem is nobody's really paying attention to the process of what's going on right now there are a lot of laws that are being shut like shoved in election Uh laws are being pushed in locally that are gonna actually make it more difficult to keep up with this sort of thing yep so, uh, like in Texas, they tried to actually do the right thing. They were like, "Oh, we got, they tried to push the voter ID laws, and it got turned down." But you have different states and uh, and setups like uh, Philadelphia, uh, basically all the major issued states that we had 
problems with, was got all the rest of it. We're having these local areas yep. and municipalities are pushing for, for different little laws and tweaks and uh, yeah. absentee ballots and things like that. When we don't need that anymore, we mm. didn't need it in the first place. No. And they're pushing it because, well, you know, the COVIDs and all the rest of it. Anyway, it's easier this way. And there's a lot of laws that are being readjusted to allow harvesting, to allow, yep. allow ballot harvesting from individuals that are in their homes that can't get out or won't get out or don't want to leave their house. And frankly, some of these people don't know what the hell's going on. No. A lot of people are still, I don't know, oblivious. Is one not to steal, <laughs> right? Not yeah. to steal it, but as you know, they are. They, they, are. they, they want to live, and I did. I for the longest time I've lived, and I keep wanting to go back to that world where Hermit. everyone got along, everything was right. You know, you you trusted people, but you know, politicians were like car salesmen. You know, they were they were devious, but at the same time, dime a dozen. Yeah, you know, you get somebody. It's it's you know, and it's not that way anymore. They were they would try to sell you something a little bit underhandedly, but at the same point in time, you could you know at least know at the end of the day they're not going to try and kill you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just there's a lot. That no, I, not anymore. I'm just tired of it. I want ugh, stuff. To like at this point in time, currently with the, it goes back to the first story. Okay, nine eleven was one thing. Yeah, but nine eleven didn't cause BLM. No, nine eleven didn't cause. Uh, uh, all of the all, all the stupid transgender stuff no. and all of the stupid the whole uh, victimization of victimization the people, of people no. and the mass amount of hysteria around racism that isn't real. No, what did cause that was the government, and the problem with that was is that again we we dropped the ball as people. We did not do our due diligence. We dropped the ball in standing up and protecting our country and our and our our. our constitution right we have all as people whether you were military or not whether you've sworn we're all citizens we all failed and i it's i feel bad <laughs> i do because i i'm just as guilty as anybody else yeah i dropped the ball too it's not, we have not registering to vote no well i know it's you know it's dumb but it and it, it could have made a difference maybe maybe not we don't know but the fact of the matter is that I had a responsibility and I failed, you know, and we don't, we don't take it seriously because it is, it's boring. It's, but it shouldn't be this boring. It's boring. It's monotonous. It's a responsibility. And we all like to shunt responsibility. Yeah. Don't we? Yeah. Everybody does. I mean, don't we just all? look at what happens with the schools and parents and kids and everything else. So there you go. Just saying. One responsibility that I will never shun is going to American Pride Roasters Coffee for my coffee. Oh, that's AmericanPrideRoasters.com. It is AmericanPrideRoasters.com. Historically great coffee, guaranteed to make you swallow every single time you put it in your mouth. The world is chaotic and full of pain and anger and suffering, anguish. All the rest. The least you could do is have Have a a warm cup of good joe in your coffee cup. That's right. Go to AmericanPrideRoasters.com to get yours today. It's AmericanPrideRoasters.com. Don't forget, you can go to Mojo50.com. Yep. Uh, when you go there, then you can find all the rest of the hosts of the Mojo50 Radio Network. If you yep. do that, you'll be able to see everything that's going on. Don't forget, you can also hit up on the uh, iHeartRadio. Go to the Mojo50 Radio button. Get 24-7 free speech. 
from Mojo 5.0. Yep, you can go to our website, doaeshow.com. Check out the archives, the shop. You can become a defender with us. Um, so many more things over there. Cool stuff going on. Awesome stuff coming down the pipe for that. So you want to be part of that, go to doaeshow.com. Follow us on all of the social medias. That's also at doaeshow. We'll be right back. Whole another hour. Don't go nowhere. This is the seditious, rabble-rousing, liberty-loving, home of fun, entertaining, and compelling talk. Mojo Five O. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters. North Carolina schools are struggling with COVID-19 clusters. A new report from North Carolina health officials shows there are 170 ongoing COVID-19 clusters in public schools or child care settings in the state. Union County Public Schools, the state's sixth largest school district, reports as of Friday about one in eight students were under quarantine. The district voted down a proposal last month to require mask wearing. In Georgia, Griffin Spalding school system is switching to virtual learning after three school bus employees have died from COVID-19 in recent weeks. In Savannah, some school bus drivers staged a sick out Tuesday after a similar protest last Friday. I'm Mike Gracia. Senator Lindsey Graham predicts the U.S. will be forced to return to Afghanistan once the country again becomes a haven for terrorists. Senator Graham told the BBC the U.S. quote, will be going back into Afghanistan. He's skeptical of President Biden's claim the U.S. can prevent terrorist groups like al-Qaeda and ISIS from gaining a foothold using an over-the-horizon approach using drone airstrikes. Graham predicts the sheer size of the problem will force the redeployment of U.S. boots on the ground. Drawing on recent history, Senator Graham told the BBC, quote, we will be going back into Afghanistan as we went back into Iraq and Syria. Bob Agner reporting. The White House is asking Congress for billions in emergency funding for disaster aid and the resettlement of Afghans. President Biden is seeking at least $24 billion in new money to deal with natural disasters, including Hurricane Ida, and more than $6 billion for the Afghan evacuation and refugee resettlement. The White House request comes less than a month before the end of the government's fiscal year and as lawmakers are debating the president's massive tax and spend proposals. Greg Clugston. Washington. On Wall Street, the Dow down by 269 points, the Nasdaq rose 10. More on these stories at townhall.com. We remind all of our listeners that the views and opinions of the show hosts and guests appearing on Mojo Favo Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of Cuddle Me Buff LLC, its owners and partners, or this network. Thank you for listening to Mojo Favo Radio. Hi, it's Doc Thompson for Matthew 25 Ministries. Matthew 25 Ministries is one of the few charities I'll actually endorse because I know them. I've worked with them. And I know almost all of the money that you donate goes to help people. Go to m25m.org. m25m.org. This is your Liberty Minute for Tuesday, 540 days into 15 days to flatten the curve. More than 7 million Americans lost their pandemic unemployment benefits yesterday. Man, it's a good thing literally everywhere is hiring. City officials in Portland, Oregon, plan to ban travel to Texas over the southern state's recently enacted anti-abortion laws. That's unconstitutional, but Portland doesn't care about that. Dr. Robert Malone, the inventor of the class of vaccines based on messenger RNA says that natural immunity lasts longer than the COVID vaccines. So why isn't natural immunity considered for vaccine mandates? 
stop thinking, and just shut up and get vaccinated. And finally, according to a recent Zogby poll of Biden voters, 20% of them regret their vote. Give the president some time. He'll make that number go up. Join me in cutting the fog of politics in the Liberty Lighthouse Saturdays at 8 p.m. Eastern Time on Mojo 50 Radio. Supply chain disruptions, shortages, panic buying. Unfortunately, they've all become facts of life in 2021. The good news is you have preparewithmojo50.com. Not only will you find emergency food supplies, also water filtration, air filtration, all sorts of other tools. Preparewithmojo50.com. If you want to keep food on the table, if you just want to maintain some sense of normalcy, preparewithmojo50.com is the answer. The collision of common sense and comedy. This is Defenders Live. I thought Dylan was going to sidetrack us completely right there. No, just, I'm not going to do that. Yeah, just just a little side note on there. So there's going to be uh, the, the the O Biden is given another speech about the COVIDs and everything else. And while he gives that speech, just understand, go to the CDC website. This is the place where you can get the government's numbers. And you can understand where the government's coming from. And then you don't understand where the com- government's coming from. Because if you look at the numbers that the government is giving you from the CDC, and then you hear what they're talking about when they say that we haven't seen numbers like this since, since before the, 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 since before the vaccine and yada, yada, yada. Yeah. They, they if can't. we're talking about just like people supposedly catching it okay that's one thing but if you're talking about actual death death is still low like super freaking low obviously they're milking it for as long as they possibly can i mean so low is it fun to get sick no no is it something that anybody wants to have No. no but lighten the hell up we get it, guys. There's worse things out there to have, to get. To, to What are they worried about anyway? Because there's most people aren't working anyways. Who gives a damn? Right. Really, what does it hurt anything? Doesn't. <sighs> doesn't. Anyway, so in Japan. You're really excited about this one. Well, I just, we have to have something to break up the monotony. Something lively. You sure you don't want to save that to the end? After no, we no, we got to have something. everybody into No, no, no. I, I, the, the, you know, this is a shit sandwich in reverse. <laughs> oh, is that what it, okay, yeah. gotcha. Because we, we only have one good one. Everything right, right, else is, okay. You know, like the, the chicken bacon yeah, no, I know. thing from, uh, what was it, uh, KFC or whatever? Yeah, I like remember. Two chicken patties and bacon and cheese on the inside. I remember. Yeah, that's what this is, except for shit and shit, and then a good thing on the inside. There you go. I mean, just don't forget the... Well, I mean, I don't know if this is good or not. Don't so forget you, the ranch. Right. You got to get the ranch. It's the only way you can eat it. Blah. <laughs> so in Japan, police officers in the southern city of Peppel. 
haven't, I don't know what that is. I've never been that far. Well, that's not true. I've been not there, but I've been. You've been close. Yeah. Have arrested a man after he allegedly. Allegedly. Stole 730 pairs of women's underwear from a coin laundry across the entire area. (laughs) The panty bandit. This is so stupid. (laughs) Police arrested Tetsuo Urata, 56 years old. Okay. All I can think of is Akira now. I know. I was. (laughs) Tetsuo! (laughs) Anyway. On August 24th, after after a 21-year-old female college student said that the suspect stole six pairs of her undergarments. Wow. That's a... A lot. It's an entire week's basically at this point. <laughs> Monday, Tuesday. Because Sunday you, you you're wearing a pair while you wash the rest. So uh-huh. that's mm-hmm. fine. Investigators made the arrest of Urata at, at his apartment and went in to find the huge stash of underwear. Wow, the huge stash. He has since committed uh, uh, admitted to the crimes according to the Yahoo Japanese News. Mm -hmm. Quote, we have confiscated such a large number of panties. We haven't confiscated such a large number of panties in years. In years? So this is not the first time. Apparently not. (sighs) Beppu City Police Department spokesman said in Japanese news outlets, underwear theft is oddly not an uncommon crime in Japan. In March, police arrested uh, Takahiro Kubo, Uh 30-year-old electrician who stole 400 pieces of underwear and swimsuits from teenage girls. In January 2019, police arrested a 40-year-old man who stole 1,000 women's underwear items and kept them inside a futon. (laughs) It's a big futon. (laughs) Stuffed. Oh, my God. Stuffed full, buddy. That's a lot. Yeah. That's it. That's that's the that's, entire that's st- the story. That's the story. I, that's it. That's that's all there is to it. I, I have nothing more to add. <laughs> I, it's just so good. See, if you guys, maybe you haven't heard, but in Japan, they're weird. I mean, incredibly weird. Yeah. Like sometimes in good ways, but mainly crazy way weird. Yeah. Again, sometimes it's good. Like sometimes it is good. Sometimes it's good. Like my fate, one of my favorites, it uh it was the whole, uh, 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 the, you can get a hot beverage and a cold beverage out of the exact same machine. That's pretty cool. It really is cool. You could get a cup, uh, not cup, not a cup. That's uh-huh. the cool part. It was a, a, a can of coffee. Yeah. For a, a 125 yen or something. So like, like a dollar. That. Yeah. Um, and it was really good, especially in the wintertime. You know, I'd had to be out there for, you know, inspections or mustering yeah, yeah, up yeah, or yeah. whatever. And, 
Yeah. Get you, a can of coffee. Can my ass. I would get two or three of them suckers and put one on each side. Sometimes <laughs> if I'm wearing a coat, I have two of them up <laughs> in here. strapped in his jacket. They were, yeah, they were in. warmers and I drink them jokers. So good stuff. But then you could turn around later on and go and get a Coke or get from the same vending machine. Exact same machine. It's, yeah. it's silly, but like. And the funny thing is you have different vending machines over there. Like you were said, you can get the hot drinks and the cold drinks at the same place. You can get hot and cold food. You can also get partially used or at least one time used underwear. You can get shrooms. You can also get used underwear. I'm just, the only thing I'd never understood about that. And I never. Out of a vending machine. I never got into finding out anything about it. I just kind of went, ooh, okay. And left. Um, is that I've never unwashed. I got that. I know what used means. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to figure out though. Did they, uh, how, how did, is it like a, it's like a Netflix deposit kind of thing here. Here's the container. Put it in here, seal it up, put it inside the thing and it cycles I, it up there. And then you pay whatever you end to pull. Maybe it out. it's like a drop off. That's what I'm saying. Is it a drop off thing where you, can you pick? I mean, no, no. The ones you want, or is it's it a like, vending machine? I was gonna so, say, yeah. is it like the, the 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 gumball machines at the grocery store where you put the quarter in, you spin it, and whatever the hell comes out, that's what you're stuck with. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I really it, want a pink probably, thong. Oh, oh no, it's probably in the fat pan- granny panties. They're oh, probably no. in the pantyhose eggs. That's what I'm saying. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I don't <laughs> know. I'm asking. <laughs> Inquisitive minds would like to know. I didn't go that deep into it. I never did either. I, I lived just, there and I never went that I deep into it. I just know that they're there. So it's one of the things. It was, I did too. It was one of those I knew they were there and I ignored it. Like they, there was a no, te- They also have clean clothes as well. Oh, I know like that. You, have, you can go but and that's, buy But that's not clothes. as interesting to talk right, about yeah, as yeah, dirty yeah. ones. But like they also had the TV show where, um, so girls in Japan- I don't know if you know this. So the Japanese are short people. They're very short. Short yeah. people. Yeah, short people. So uh, the girls especially really, really like wearing the platform shoes. Super tall. Uh-huh. Um, and it is almost a status thing. The, the, the taller the, the platform sole is, the better. There was a game show for the longest time was you would run out there and you would. Basically co- on stilts. You would collect them. You would knock a girl over, you would take her, and you'd cut the shoe off, or cut the heel, not the heel, but the the whole sole off. Yeah. And whoever had the most at the end of the game won. Whoever had the highest sole? I don't know. Whoever had the most of them, period. Oh, just the most? Yeah. Oh. Whoever had the balls to knock over enough women. And they would. You'd run. I mean, we're talking football. Shoulder right into the sternum. Kapow! Knock them down. Uh-huh. They hit the ground. You'd snatch some things off there. Cock, cock, take the heel or take the soles off of it. Throw the shoes back off and take off running. And all the time. It was funny. Japan is weird. Now, what do you, you want? You don't have no idea what's weird. Okay. When I say, dude, I'm telling you. So we went to a, 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 a department store. Sure. And I got a glimpse of what it was like back in, you know, the 20s and 30s. You ever, if you've ever listened to some of the old shows, you know, Jack Benny and, 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 and you know, Abby Costello and things like that, they would always talk about when you get in the elevator, they would, you know, third floor, you know, cleaning goods, houseware time, supplies, yeah. you yeah. know, fourth floors, lingerie, that yeah. kind of stuff. They would tell you each floor had a certain thing. Yeah. That's what this place was. <laughs> Again, it's Japan, so everything's on top of each other. Right. And so you get into the elevator, and if you wanted to go to the record store, you hit the button for the record store. Now, the elevator there was about the size of a a, a broom closet. Yeah, small. You might could fit 
three, four people, in maybe there. four. Yeah. Okay. Or two Americans. It was really, <laughs> <laughs> two Americans and maybe one Japanese. Not, no, it was Just two Americans kind of, and kind of that was it. Pronged in there. Depending on, and when I say, and you, when the, and it would open up to that spot and I've been in bedrooms. I've been in bathrooms bigger than this place was. Yeah, yeah. You walk, and it's this teeny little room, and you walk around it, and you look at, and you walk back, and you get back in the elevator and go down. Uh-huh. It was really weird. Uh-huh. It was cool, but it was. Very I was weird. way too big for it. I, can't, I, honest to God, and this was back when I was little by comparison. Yeah, I was. You, know, you were too tall. I was too tall, but I was even at that size. I was still like 185 pounds. I was, but knock- that's just lanky. For I was height. knocking stuff over. <laughs> I did. I turned Globes around. The American. It's like, oh crap, son of a gun. Didn't learn how to walk. Uh huh. So there you go. The Japanese are weird. They are, and it's God bless them. Yeah, I mean, really. Yeah. Honestly, really, love them, <laughs> but jeez, oblivious <laughs> flickering. Maybe Japan needs more hot and cold running uh, panty vending machines. They they do. They have them. They have them. We just said the they, they, new and used. Mm-hmm. New, new and used. used. There. That's hot and cold. Yeah. Uh, so what is Prime at DOE show where you get depressed only to have a ray of sunshine at the top of the second hour only to find out that it's a train barreling down on you by uh, by the end. <laughs> choo choo mother ref. <laughs> yeah. That's it. That's it. That's us. Dude, where's my slug over on Twitter? Uh, I saw one of those vending machines sell uh, fractional gold. Yeah. Yeah, portions. Out there. Everything is vending machine. Everything is vending machine. Everything. So there you go. It's fun. What the? Oh, I was talking about that. Okay, never mind. Sorry. <laughs> that confused me. Like, why is that going on? Hey, we get to watch a gif of Adam Sandler throwing up. That's fantastic for the rest of the show. That's great. Republicans harnessed pandemic anger months ago to qualify the uh the recall election against Governor Gavin Newsom. That guy. Yeah. Now the Democrat is banking on a pandemic strategy of his own to save his job. After tiptoeing around COVID-19 issues early this summer, Newsom is issuing mask and vaccine mandates, making a tough-on-the-virus approach in the final stretch of the recall campaign. The uh, tactics have been turned have turned the race into the nation's biggest referendum on how to fight the pandemic. You can't fight it. Nope. The further and further inflamed partisan divisions over public health. Just as Florida Governor Ron DeSantis thinks banning masks is a winning message for his red state, Newsom hopes voters will embrace his more restrictive COVID-19 approach to the deep blue California. Yeah, but I'm sorry, Newsom. It's called a recall election because people don't want you anymore. Yeah, it doesn't have anything to do with what you do now. It's kind of, the, the ship has sailed, sir. Like, I'm going to be very sorely upset with California if you somehow get stay. Why? Are you ever planning plans on going to California? No, I don't plan on do going. Do you need to, anything out of California? No, I did, well. the hell with it. No, there's one thing. What? There is one thing. I would like Disney somebody World. to, oh, no. <laughs> I would like somebody to overturn, overturn the pork thing that they did. Mm. Not, not, no, no, it's not for the sake of California. For the sake of the rest of the country. Right, because there are so... uh, Doing that will force farmers in other states to have to change how they farm. 
which will force the price of everything to go up again. Yeah. If you haven't heard that story, you'll have to go back to the archive, which you can go to doaeshow.com and find that out. So anyway. Ah, quote, there's more consequential decisions. Or there's no more consequential decision to the health and safety of the people of the state of California than voting no on this Republican-backed recall, Newsom said Tuesday, at a vaccine event in Oakland two weeks before the recall election. It's a vaccine event in Oakland. He's in Oakland. Oakland. A white guy. In Oakland. A a affluent white guy with a wine shop. In Oakland. Yeah. Sure. He's not pandering at all. No. He said, quote, quote unquote, starkest contrast exists between him and the Republican candidates. No, who, so- who would oh. rather go the way of Texas and Florida states with more lax protocols, subsequently lower vaccine rates and higher virus cases? Negative, sir. The starkest contrast is between you and the people in Oakland. <laughs> there you go. The governor was blasted in November for attending a high-end French laundry dinner. <laughs> Thus, the reason why you and the people of Oakland are the stark contrast. It's a French laundry dinner. Are you eating laundry? What the hell? Like, I've never heard well, of that before. We went over this the last time. Not French laundry. Yeah, we talked about the French laundry No, we did dinner. not. Yes, we not. did. We went over, he went over to some fancy dinner. It was never said French, French laundry. laundry. Yeah. We, yeah, we made jokes about it. I don't recall that. <laughs> I don't. Apparently the olds are hitting me or something. <laughs> something I don't uh, recall yeah. that one because what the hell is French laundry? I don't know. But and we what made, are you doing eating it? We made jokes. Anyway. Once he had the, Japan. I, okay. Touche. Too fair enough. Uh, he, he went to this highfalutin place where he eats French clothes with lobbyist friends despite discouraging residents from attending the social gatherings. A cringeworthy decision widely viewed as a catalyst for the signature drive that qualified for the recall. Uh-huh. Things only got worse in subsequent months as California suffered its highest COVID-19 death rates and hospitals were overrun, yep. which by the way, they weren't overrun. You do it understand. was the way that they were managing it and everything else, but that's right. a whole nother, another. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it's not the situation. It was the fact that you, Mr. Newsom, proved that you don't give a flying fig about anything. Or about the people. It's it's you are in this place of power, quote unquote, and you don't have to follow your own rules. And everyone else, as we can relate to what was alluded to in the first story of the show, um, people are starting to realize that government especially, but these people that promise all this stuff are nothing but a bunch of talk. We have given up our power in in exchange for security. Yeah. And as Ben Franklin put it, we have gotten neither. Yeah. So uh, just real quick before we go on to this. Mm-hmm. So there's been a story going around. There's a rumor going around. About that uh, that drug that uh, the Joe. Oh, yeah. I can't. I don't remember. Yeah. The I, it, I've. I've. Uh, Ivermectin or whatever. Yeah. I've, something like that. Anyway. Yeah. Two things. Two major things about that. One. Actually, no, there's like five things. So we're going to go quick. One. It's it's been proven for the past thirty years to work on humans. As oh, you mean that horse trank, that cow tranquilizer that they've been doing down there in Oakland? It's not. I mean, not Oakland in it's Oklahoma. Not, it's not a tranquilizer. It's a dewormer. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so any tomato, any, tomato. Any dear reporter, God. any reporter out there just saying people are using horse paste. 
and, and stuff like that and all the stupid that you're going to hear. Mm-hmm. It is a clinically proven, FDA-approved drug for human use, unlike the vaccine. And again, need I remind you, FDA doesn't mean anything because there's all kinds of stuff. Again, all of the, the, the there's drugs and stuff, there's ads out in the newspapers and on TVs, newspaper, I'm aging yeah. myself, that, but on TV and stuff like that, where if you or a loved one is suffering from such and such due to having this done, all of that, the medications and stuff that they yeah. have in those are all FDA approved. Right. It all has to be for us to be able to get the okay. class action F- lawsuits. FDA doesn't mean anything. It really doesn't. It's a piece of crap. Anyway, continuing on. So you got that. Those, if you hear that from anybody, mm-hmm. Immediately just turn it off, change the channel, something else, because it's stupid. Say a prayer and go on. Say a prayer, you know, or just block it out for 10 minutes or whatever, because it's coming from every angle. Every single person out there and all the news media outlets, the big mainstream media people, they're all doing the same thing. Oh, the horse, horse cream or whatever. And it's it's one of the weirdest lies that because it, it's a drug that's been out for 30 plus years it's the same idea when when they came out with the uh hydrochloroquine yeah it's the same thing that they're doing this time it's just not trump so they can't tie it to trump yeah. and say that it's trump's fault it's no but they will because here's what's somehow, gonna happen yeah. here's what they're gonna do how they're gonna end up trying tying it to him anyway because yeah. the thing is is they they are pushing it's these it's it's Pfizer, Johnson, Johnson, Moderna. Right. Those are the ones that they are pushing the hardest for some weird reason. Okay. We're not trying to find any other variation of any other way. Again, if, if, if this pandemic was actually as bad yeah. as they have been alluding to, uh-huh. you would be trying to find any and every way possible to stop it. Right. And so- that would include... Using hydroxychloroquine, Z packs, the, the tons of vitamin C and zinc and, and magnesium. Yeah. yeah. All of this stuff. You would be looking for ways to curb it in a way to be able to actually flatten the curve so then people can go back to a normal life. And then in the meantime, you turn around and go, okay, well, here's what we can yeah. do as a, as a vaccine right. to eradicate it down the road. Instead, they mm-hmm. are completely bad mouthing everything yeah. that could possibly also work. Or or help at least, unless it is Pfizer, Johnson and Johnson, and Moderna. Right. And so here's the deal: they're calling it an alternative treatment, and they're not saying that it's a, a viable alternative treatment. They're saying it's, it's an a, alternative treatment. So stupid. What's the original treatment? No. There isn't one. No. There isn't an original treatment. They're not treating patients when they go to the hospital. You want to know how I know? I know. How do you know? I know because one of my wife's family just died from it. Ah, that sucks. What did they do for her? Not a damn thing. They put her on a ventilator. Mm. That's all they did. From what I know, that's all they yeah, did. Yeah, that's the other side of it. The hospitals are not doing anything to for, actually Exactly. There's there, there's help. no there's no medicine. There's no viability. There's no nothing. They give them, so like if you go to the hospital and say that you have it, they're going to give you like Tylenol- and and tell you to go home as as long as you can breathe okay. At this point, ladies and gentlemen, honest to God, if you, whether you've got the vaccine or not, if you happen to come down with any bit of, of symptoms of COVID, you need to carry your happy little butt. No, not you. Let me rephrase that. You need to get in bed, period. 
And you need to get someone trusted to go to Walmart or to the grocery store get you or wherever. Zincs. You need zinc, you need vitamin C, you need garlic, you need um, magnesium. That, that, that's that, it. That's really. it. And if you and want you, to, if you want to go to a trusted doctor, yes, a trusted doctor, it, it, and tell key them who is trusted, doc. I understand this is what I have. I understand these are treatments that are possible. I would like to try them all. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Give it all to me. Do the whole. You, you could do the same. That's what Trump did. Yeah. That's that's what Joe did. did the the thing, thing is, is not I'm, Joe Biden. No. Talking about other Joe. No, but here's the, that, but that's the thing. You, if you go into the hospital, that's how they're able to come up with this stuff and keep it at being so bad is because when people make it into the hospital, they don't really do much for you. Sometimes they, they treat do. you. Some of them they do. I had a very good friend of mine. Actually, we've had him on the show, Stephen Coley. Yeah. From, yeah, yeah. He just got out of the hospital from COVID. Nice. Yeah. And he's doing really good. But he was one of those rare things where he was able to pull through. Most of the time, as you start to see people who make it to the hospital, they try not to make them get it's out. It usually has to deal with age at that point. Yeah. They it really try to keep people from getting out of there. Right. Because it's the only way that they could turn around and go, look, see how deadly it is. Well, of course it's deadly if you don't actually do anything about it. it of course it's deadly if you just make kill boxes. Okay. Now, okay. So you got that. The doctor who originally pushed the idea that, you know, that it's it's a horse, whatever, and there's a, a big rush on all the emergency rooms and stuff in the area. Mm-hmm. That doctor? Yeah. Hadn't been at that hospital that he was talking about for two and a half months. Yeah. And he has some of the worst records yeah. of customer complaints out of any doctor in the area. Yeah. Adam W. Johnson over on Twitter. My biggest regret was letting them put my mother on a ventilator. People who have said no to it tend to take their loved ones home from the hospital. That's, it's sad, but it's true. Yeah. The Hollow Net. Oh, I don't have a rim shot set up on... Oh, wait, there we go. Saturday, 7 p.m. Eastern. My rim shot doesn't work. What do you mean there's no internet? My internet just dropped. And my router's doing the blinky blinky, you know, got internet thingy. Bringing you the best show money can buy. Assuming that my internet is back. On a mojo budget. Hallelujah. Oh, my God, that was terrible. Holy shit, really? I hit that button like 10 minutes ago. American Pride Roasters, bringing peace and love to the world, one delicious cup of coffee at a time. Hey, it's Brad Staggs before his morning coffee. Oh, my. Coffee. And this is Brad Staggs after his morning coffee. AmericanPrideRoasters.com Historically great coffee. Supply chain disruptions, shortages, panic buying. Unfortunately, they've all become facts of life in 2021. The good news is you have PrepareWithMojo50.com as a hedge against all the craziness. At PrepareWithMojo50.com, not only will you find emergency food supplies. Remember when that seemed like a fringe conspiracy theory thing to do? Not so much anymore, right? Not only will you find the emergency food supply, but also water filtration, air filtration, all sorts of other tools 
that you can use in the event of uh, an unforeseen situation or emergency, which with every day that goes by seems more and more likely. Better to have it and not need it than need it and not have it. Preparewithmojo50.com. If you want to keep food on the table, if you just want to maintain some sense of normalcy, preparewithmojo50.com is the answer. Preparewithmojo50.com. This is Defenders Live. Thank you, Chris, over there on the uh, Twitters. Ivermectin is demonized because it's 40-plus years old. Big Pharma isn't making any bank on it, that... That's that true. makes a lot of sense. You actually, they don't have a patent on it anymore. So yeah, again, it's, it's, we're not actually trying to help anyone. It's all about making the bucks. It's all about making the buck. Right. I got to find, <laughs> I want to see if I could find this thing. Got what, it. Well, what are you looking for? There was a post that a friend of okay. mine had thrown up here and I wanted to see if it still did this. Okay. So he, there it is right here. So check this out. And I, I, I don't, can't do it. I'll do it on the camera Sensor. as best I can. So. Yeah. As you can see, uh-huh. it says it's, sensitive content. This is on Facebook. Yeah, yeah. It is blocked. Uh-huh. Okay? Yeah. And I'm going to put this up to the camera in case it needs uh, You guys can kind of see it. It's getting fucked up. Okay, but still. Okay? So that's what it says. Yeah. Blocked out, blah, blah, blah. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah. fact checker thing, yada, yada. You ready to see yep. what it says? Let's see the photo. See the photo. And it reads, quote, COVID-19 facts. The virus can travel six feet. It cannot travel six feet, one inch or greater. It can live on all surfaces except anything that comes from the mail or in the mail from Amazon. And it does not live in Target, Walmart, Home Depot, Lowe's, or any other grocery store. It's harmless in protests, riots, and looting. It is only deadly in bars, restaurants, small businesses, hair salons, and cannot live on any food as long as you get it to go. That is it. No picture of anything else, but that was classified as sensitive content and had to be blocked by Facebook. Yeah. Because, I just because it's talking about it's not actually because it's truth. It's talking about the the irony, the the, the stupidity of people when it comes to a virus. It's so stupid. Yeah, I'm so beyond all of this crap. <sighs> now this is where I get pissed. Yeah, I think. this is probably where I you're going to get a little going back as we mentioned before. Yeah, um, the fact of the matter is that even though. Oh, Biden has gone and done all this stuff in Afghanistan that he's done, you know, got the troops out and blah, 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 blah. Do not be mistaken. The man has not got us out of anything. Nope. Conflict still goes on over there. And we're still going to be involved uh-huh. over there. Guess how he's going to do it. The American military involvement in Afghanistan could soon become largely the Navy's responsibility in an ironic twist of counterterrorism missions. In a landlocked country. Yeah, that's actually my biggest question. It's landlocked. Why would we have the Navy over there? Aircraft carriers. I'm telling you. I mean, I'm no, I understand where you're going with that, no, but I mean, why? Well, this is what happens when you have an administration, especially, um, but a government as a whole, who likes to play games, and especially word games? Yeah. Again, as we mentioned before. We got all the troops off the ground. All the troops. 
off the ground. Or off the ground and out of Afghanistan. Now we have a whole bunch of people. Now we have the Navy in the water, hundreds of miles away, who launched jets from a quote unquote safe distance to go into Afghanistan to drop all these bombs and do all this stuff. Except for, need I remind you, that they have a lot of our equipment. Including, you know, helicopters and rocket launchers and other such things. SAMs and all kinds of jets. And things that could take down our jets. Uh Uh-huh. Now. Or at least cause a problem. Maybe not yeah. necessarily always Maybe take them down, take but, down, they, could, but they, like, could, they could at least. Oh, you know. yeah. Although the Navy has long privately bristled at the requirement to deploy one or even two carriers at a time through the Arabian Gulf and Persian Gulf to support the ground fights in the Afghanistans, Iraq, and Syria. The lack of U.S.-controlled airfields near the Afghanistan could mean more planes taking off from decks at sea. Yeah. And again, remember, this is just a, a mincing of words. This is a, a uh, splitting of hairs, as it were. Yeah. This is semantics. All incomplete. Once again, boots off the ground. They got that out of there. Ooh, doing great. But we're going to now uh. pay for the military. And by the way, in order to make it actually worth having, you're going to have to have more than even two carriers yeah, in the Gulf. Like five because the go- they can't stay out there that long. I mean, they can. They're going to cycle through. They'll be out there for a while. Yeah. But you're going to have at least two to three minimum. Mm-hmm. Minimum. To cycle through. And then you're going to have to have a new fleet. At one time. And- yeah. And you're going to have to cycle more of them through. it. I've, I've done my share. I've been there. I've, it, I'm telling you, the going to the Gulf sucked. Oh my God, it sucked. I bet it was, and not even like we didn't do anything. I'm going to be just for the clarity's sake. We didn't do anything. It was boring. You ever like you go to the beach. It's the weirdest thing when you go into the Gulf and you go and you go, Oh, you, you pull into any other beach and you see, and there's water and there's sand and then there's buildings, you know, there's civilization, there's things. It's really weird to go sand or water, sand, nothing. Water, sand, more sand. More sand. And everywhere. More sand. And, uh, oh, there's more More sand. sand. Yeah. Quote, I think a lot of that mission is going to fall on the Navy. A Navy official who requested to speak in the condition of anonymity because the Pentagon's plans have not yet been finalized. Of course not. Quote, this is a great example of why we need more money to operate forward. Things like this are what we were built to do, but we need the funding and support to keep doing it. And that hasn't been there. We're out. We're supposed to be out. But we're not out. But we're supposed to be out. If, if we're out, we're out. If no, we're, in, no, but we're if, not. If we're out, we're out. Normal people would think that. Normal people would think this that. is this is uh, this is one of the biggest issues why we have so many problems here in America. Nobody knows how to actually properly pull out. <laughs> I saw a meme about that too. Thank you. <laughs> I thought it was a good joke. It was. It was a picture of uh, Hunter Biden, and it was like, and one more thing that Biden didn't pull out on, or uh, pull, did, failed in pulling out on. Right. Yeah. It, it, America doesn't know how to pull out. No. We used to. Yeah. We but had- we also had a mission. We also had the mission. We would complete the mission and we'd get the hell out. That's yeah. what we did. Mm-hmm. And now we, from, from the beginning, at, at, at an, going back to George Bush and beyond, yeah. there was time we would go in. It's all about terrorism, nation building. 
Yeah. No, but that goes back even to, to oh, H, George yeah. H. George H. Was, it's yeah. all about nation building. It's all about bringing democracy to the world. Democracy, America, I mean, excuse me, the rest of the world has had America for 200 plus years, almost 250 years. I think they have an idea of what freedom and all of that stuff is. Unless they're like North Korea where they can't get anything. But I digress. But somebody even in those countries know what this really there. If they want it, they can have it for themselves. All they've got to do is ask. They could say, hey guys, uh, we like what you got. Can you tell us how you Help us with it. How'd you get there? Yeah. They don't (laughs) do that. Instead, we have become the Jehovah's Witnesses of the world. Where we show up to these different countries, trying to knock on their door, trying to convince them that what we have, which by the way, is not even accurately what we should be having in the first place. What we're selling is not what we even use here. Yeah, we're not. Because we're talking democracy to everybody else, but that's not what we have. No, 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 no. But we're going to go try and sell democracy to the rest of the world. Mm -hmm. And a world, by the way, that has spent thousands of years, not just the little hundreds that we've been around, but thousands of years in the same rut. It's kind of going to, it takes a little bit more time to get them out of it. And bombing them to yesterday doesn't kind of of motivate them. One of the only, only reasons why America was able to found was the fact that they were so far away from the other countries. Yeah. That was it. Yeah. If it was anywhere close, if it was closer, from North America was closer, anything like that, every, yeah, we would. It wouldn't have happened. That is one of the reasons why America has the prosperity that it has. Okay, and we are squandering it by fighting amongst ourselves, by not being responsible and hire and, and electing the the public servants that we need to to actually take care of things for us, like we've hired them to do. Right by being nation builders instead yes. of just being the light on the hill. Yeah, we're, we're worried about nation building elsewhere when we can't even, we're not even taking care of our own problems here. Yeah, we, we can't. We, we kind of need to, there, there's a there's a big, I'm not saying isolationism because that's stupid. Hmm. Isolationism is stupid. You can't, I, you can't isolate yourself and also be capitalist. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't work that way. No. But you can focus on yourself first. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the... As much as I hated the 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 whole like ooh America first kind of thing, America's number one. Yeah, even if it was the Trump thing, the America first thing, where it was it it felt weird because it was it felt weird. It didn't feel patriotic. It felt weird hearing it, saying it, anything like that. It didn't come across as real patriotism it didn't come across as actually wanting america first yeah it came across as a sales pitch yeah it, uh, that's yeah. what it came across as america like, first became a became a sales pitch like being at walmart and having to do that retarded chant every morning when you start work exactly and get yourself so that's one of the reasons why we didn't go there that's why i did <laughs> that's why i didn't focus yeah. on the quote america first i'm did, did the idea is the idea good yes yeah but how it was put out, it felt like sales. And that's, yeah. that's useless. You, you can't do that. Well, you know, I, what I think, the reason I think it felt like that is because everybody's saying it. We were saying the exact same words, but everybody had a different meaning behind it. Yeah. That's what there I think. Wasn't a, there wasn't and a we grounded, all knew rooted. Yeah. And we all knew it. 
Yeah. That was the problem. Everyone knew that everybody else meant something else when they uh-huh. said America first. But we there didn't but a, we didn't address it. We just kind of left it there because oh, we're saying the same thing. Right, but you're not. But we weren't. But you're not. When you say America first, you don't mean America first. You mean whatever you think about America first. Yes. And that's where it went astray. Yeah. But we do need to have an America first policy. A real America first policy, especially when it comes to trade, especially when it comes to our military, especially when it comes to our national sovereignty. We have to have that. If we can't have that, we are literally destroying ourselves. Every other nation in the world. Yep. Every other nation in the world, even the worst of them, have national sovereignty. We're the only country that actually fights amongst ourselves saying, we can't be nationally sovereign. We're, we would be stopping people from getting the freedom that we have. Well, if we're- What na- freedom do we actually we have, We don't though? actually have freedom in that way then. No, but we don't have freedom actually uh, hardly at all. But if we, let's say that we have all the freedoms, okay? <laughs> let's, let's put that- How fantastic would that not, be? Let's not make, let's not make that <laughs> argument yet, okay? Okay, okay? We'll, we'll back let's, burner that we'll, one we'll for back, a while. We'll set that on the back burner. Let's say- that we actually do have all the freedoms and everything else that we all say that we have. Mm-hmm. Okay? Okay. What is the first way that you have to protect it? Sorry, I was reading a tweet. Say that one more time. I said, what is the first way that you have to protect it? Protect what? Our freedom? All those freedoms that we have. That would be the military. Right. And that military is- Well, from, from a, from a, okay, from a- a, a physical, literal standpoint. The From the physical, literal standpoint, we have no freedoms involved nope. if we have other countries' people coming into our borders illegally. Yeah. That's national sovereignty. Yeah. Every other country has it. Every other country we, we, we deal with has national sovereignty. They have to. Because if they didn't, then we would be one giant world conglomerate, which yeah. some people want. But it also means that once you get to that point, there is absolutely no way you can have a democracy, let alone a republic. Yeah. There's no such thing as a one world democracy. Yeah. It, it's bound to fail. It'd be from the SAV. So be the light. Don't hand out flashlights and tell people how to turn the light on. Feels like I've heard that before. Right? Just, just glow, buddy. Yeah, just glow. That's all you got to be worried about the reemergence of ISIS K, which I'm going to pause there for a moment. Just again, uh-huh. let's remember ISIS has gotten so bad that we actually have letter designations at the end of them. It's, a, it's so like, we can tell them apart. It's variants. They split. It doesn't matter. No, no, it's variants. I, it's I, like COVID. It's I, a vari- it's, it's, it, Yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> Do you know there's a new one, right? I know. New COVID variant. There's, there's a- Delta and Moo. Shut up. I'm not joking. Are you there's COVID moo, mu. There's now COVID moo. Because you're all cattle, and they are now acknowledging it. Right. And you're. I'm gonna. That's a whole nother another. <laughs> anyway, ISIS K or an emboldened Al Qaeda in Afghanistan. Mm-hmm. The Biden administration has pledged to continue to launch quote over the horizon in quote airstrikes from drones and manned aircraft, but it is yet to detail a plan on how those aircraft will collect intelligence on targets or conduct sustained missions from such great distances. Because we don't have 
boots on the ground, no. which was the reason why, if you don't have anybody there physically, you don't have any surveillance. You don't have any idea what's going on. You have nothing. Mm-hmm. All the aerial views are great. And you know what? We've got pretty good cameras nowadays. We do. We've got really good cameras nowadays. We can get some really good footage and we can get some pretty guided mess missiles in there and everything else. But what we can't do is we can't actually be right there and identify the targets properly. No, we can't. It's really weird. It's it's awkward. You know, we have to have somebody physically there. You have to have a person physically there. You have to have some idea. It's really weird how we're going to have to do that, too, because you have to understand, in order to do any of these missions, by the way, we have to fly through Pakistan. So we have to get clearance. From to Pakistan. F- to fly through Pakistani airspace, to go into Afghani airspace, to turn around and do whatever missions we're supposed to do. And then fly back out. And fly back out. Okay? Through Pakistani airspace. Yeah. Or Iran. Or you can, well, you can't go to Turkmenistan, but you know, but yeah, no, they're, they're, it's not, it's not an easy thing to do, but they're going to try and do it anyway, because well, this way we've got all the troops out and we can say we have all the troops out, which means we can say we're successful. What we send out the rest of the way, you know, by sending in the Navy who also, you know, does have a little bit of foot soldiers, you know, uh-huh. you have seals and whatnot. Right. You know, we have aircraft. We can send them over there. There's all kinds mm-hmm. of things we can do to still UAVs you know, maintain our presence there. Mm-hmm. But we're successful because we got them out. Right. Which is, again, a bold faced lie. Complete and utter. Air Force pilots flying from the Al Udaid uh, Air Base in Qatar. Al Udaid? Al Udaid. Poor Al. <laughs> It's like when he gets to heaven. <laughs> Al, you died. Son of a bitch. It almost sounds like, Al. I died. wondered why I was wearing white. I should know better. Right. Um, <laughs> or Al Dafar. Or Daffer. Dafra. Sorry. Al Dafra. Al Dafra. Dafra. You have to say it properly. Yeah, you got to get In the, the United Arab Emirates have for years hit targets in the Afghanistans, but they first have to wind their way through the Gulf around Iran, back up through Pakistan, refueling at least once, often spending hours in the air before circling over a target. And if they don't know where the target is and they have nothing to, 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 uh, to aim with, how are they supposed to know yeah. where they're supposed to be? Quote, land-based fighters in Qatar, Kuwait, may not have the time on station to do close air support missions for special operations forces. Right. That according to Brian Clark, a, or Clark, a former Navy officer, now at the Hudson Institute. Mm-hmm. He also said that, he, he said that could lead to the use of more long lottery drones. Right. Uh, and a Navy aircraft flown from uh, the North Arabian Sea. Parking a carrier in the North Arabian Sea cuts some of the flight time and allows pilots to fly over Pakistan before entering Afghanistan airspace. That's what I just, That's what you just said. said. It's almost like I've been there. Right. Um, it's like you might have done that <laughs> once or twice. time or 12. <laughs> <laughs> Those deployments mean wear and tear on sh- crews and ships and also requiring pulling assets from the Pacific where the Obama administration says Washington's true strategic interests lie. Wait, uh-huh. what? Yeah. Why? Because that's- why, why do our interests lie in the Pacific? Are we talking about a war with China now? 
No, really? That's concerning, O'Biden. Are you talking about yes. pulling everybody out and throwing yes. it into China? He's, he, the, yeah. well, duh. He's trying to, he's trying to. No, have, yes. no, no. That's stupid. No, it's. It's stupid. That's the only reason why they're trying to. Newsflash, everybody. That's why they're still maintaining that presence in Afghanistan. That's why everything's gone on for so long. Okay? China. Between China and Russia, they have to have something there that they can easily take care of, or at least attempt to, as kind of a way to stem China and Russia from doing anything because we're already there. Yeah. That's it. Oh, I know. Has nothing to do with oil. Has nothing to do with anything else. Now it it's has about being advantageous. Well, it was that way too back then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The oil and everything else was. But I mean, extra. most of it now. Yeah. Now it's just period. We have to hold that spot because between Russia, between China, mm -hmm. and the Middle East as well, right. they're going to. If we lose that spot, we're done because it, 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 we're gonna. It's gonna end up being Pearl Harbor all over again. You're going to get hit with um, from both sides at both angles, from the east and the west, and there isn't a damn thing we're going to be able to do about it. That's why we maintain there. That's why the Navy is still going to be out there trying to bomb and do stuff in a place that supposedly, Joe Biden said, we're done with. It's over. There's no reason to be there. And yet, we're still going to be there. Right. But we're not going to be there. We're we're not really there. We're in the Persian Gulf. We're outside outside the waters of Pakistan. We're not there. Sure. <sighs> that tension is on full display now. The Japan-based aircraft carrier USS Ronald Reagan flew F-8 uh, Hornets over Kabul during the evacuation operations last month and remains in the North Arabian Sea alongside the USS Iwo Jima, which launched the 24th Mar uh, Marine Expeditionary Unit in Kabul at the same time. I used to have a lot of people I knew on the Reagan. They got, forward, they got moved into the forward deployed position from... Uh, um, Mild ship, the Kitty Hawk. And they yep. the, the Kitty Hawk. They moved mm -hmm. the Reagan in. For decades, go back. They, for decades, the U.S. had based an aircraft carrier in Japan to protect, uh, to project or project U.S. power in the Pacific as a, on a constant basis. I'm going to pause right there. That's actually only a half truth. The also other reason why we're there is because of the fact that as per uh, our agreement, our with agreement, Japan, Japan. They can't have a military, so we have to be so there. So we have to be there. So, so China doesn't take them over. Yeah, we, literally, we forced them into a position. We did this before. Yeah, we did. We've done this multiple times, <laughs> and it worked out so well. And I understand why we did it to Japan because you know they were all you know <laughs> gonna kill everybody. But yeah, um, at the same point in time, we. We got ourselves involved mm -hmm. in a nation, and mind you, love Japan. Mm -hmm. Great folks, weird, but great. Different culture, but it's amazing. It's completely different them. culture. We got ourselves involved in a war, obviously, mm -hmm. and at the end of it, we told them flat out, you can no longer have a military. Well, and that's because they kept dragging everything out. And I, and but but you need to understand. At the time, I understand. Right, but you need to understand something too, though. Mm -hmm. Japan has been in a constant war with China forever. Like it's been a it's been a continuous back and forth. Yeah. Forever. Yeah. The problem I have with it is we should have gone back. And Excuse said, me. Said and like, all right, our relations are pretty good now. Yeah, you guys have been set. We 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 trust you now. There, it's been. 
80 years or what the hell ever. I think it's a good idea where you guys can start your own military back again. The time has come, the walrus said, to talk of many things. That's what needs to happen. We need to, you know, and if we need to donate some stuff, we can donate some stuff. Yeah, there's a laundry list of things that they can do. We just gave an entire military to... (laughs) To Kosovo, right? (laughs) So, I mean, no problem. We gave them a whole thing. Plus, we gave these terrorists a whole, whole, you know, $80 billion worth of equipment. Why wouldn't we be able to give Japan their own stuff? I'm not saying that we need to back out immediately, but what I do what I do think needs to happen. We need to start considering to consider giving them the tools that they need to make them back to being a sovereign nation of their own. Cause they're not exactly. Cause if it wasn't for us being there after we shackled them to be in such a position, if it wasn't for us, Japan would be China now or yeah. Yeah. It Japan would be, the would Hon- be, it would be another, another Hong Kong. Right. Or Taiwan or Taiwan. Yeah. I didn't It'd be another Taiwan one. basically. And that's, we can't, we can't keep doing that. I, that's what I had to throw Look. out there. Look. Britain did enough of it, all right? We don't need to do it again. Yeah, and we're st- again, we're still holding on to it. What is the point? There is no way on God's green earth, at least in the near future, that Japan is going to turn around and amass a military, even a naval military, to be able to come after us or anything else. If you, if you show that kind of leniency and everything right. else, it'll be forgotten, it'll be gone, and everything will be cool. Right. You could redraw up the articles of surrender and everything else. Yeah. You could redraw up the treaty and it'll be fine. Right. And then you can get people out of out of Why don't we think about Japan. this? Why doesn't our government think about these? Because sort of again, it's all about a matter of position. Because once they got once Japan was done, they knew China don't forget Mao was running things then back yeah, then. Yeah, they were, yeah, yeah. And they knew from back then China is a problem, so we stay over there. That's everything has a reason. I'm glad that we're over there for that point. I understand that. Oh, I do at too. Least, at least having a presence there says, okay, there's only so far you can go here, guys. Yeah. All but. Right? But at the same point in time, there's only so far we can go too. Well, was, yeah. How how much different, how, how better would it be? Because again, we're there in Japan. Right. As a check to China. China. And also as a support for Japan. Yes. So how badass would it be if we were able to give China or Japan the ability to become sovereign, have the ability to make their own Navy and stuff again. Everything back again. Go everything like it was. Be that support. And then maybe still have a base there because, you know, you do, know, just do, because. Do some good we're, military. Yeah, we're not, do some good military training because, you yeah, know, you we're know. not going to be douches. We're not going to leave them hanging high and dry. Right. But you know that Japan has some really cool technology that we're not taking is, advantage of. And it is going to take some time for them to become sovereign and, and be able to stand on their own two feet. And right. until that point, how badass would it be to have America... And Japan, fully able, fully functional, fully ready to go after whatever on that side. Not like Afghanistan, where no. we paid these people uh, arms and legs, literally, literally uh, to go out and, and quote unquote, die for their country. No, this is Japan. Make your nation again. Yeah. Be, you, you're, you're already there. You're already there, Japan. Here, make your military again. Yeah. Enjoy. Because they still do, you know that, right? They still do some military stuff. Yeah, but... Like, but, like, they, they have an army. They're a glorified police force. Right. They have an army, but it's a glorified police force at this point. Yeah. They have a military, but it's really not that big. They, But it's 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 kept to a minimum only because of that treaty between us. Mm-hmm. If America decided to, to stay for a while and give them the support that they needed to become a power again... It would be such a big difference. Yep. 
Do, 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 do. Oh, the call to send the Reagan to the Middle East this spring raised uh, hackles among China hawks as it left the entire Pacific region without a fully operational aircraft carrier for the entire summer because the Reagan is for deployed CAG-7. That's that's what they do. That's what they do. It's everything. They're always there. It's, it's, anyway, Reagan's <laughs> absence is uh, perhaps felt most accurately in June when a large Russian uh, naval task force, the biggest since the end of the Cold War, according to Moscow, edged uncomfortably close to Hawaii, leading to the U.S. to scramble F-22s from Pearl Harbor to intercept bombers accompanying the flotilla. And this goes on and on and on and on and on and on. Oh, it's, it's huge. It's, it's, it's a, a long, long story. One. Basically, the again, the Navy is going to be doing all works because, hey, we've got the military, the armies out, boots are off the ground. Huzzah. Success, my friend. We got all the boots off the ground. Yay for us. High fives all around. Pats on the butts. Good job done. <sighs> Go to AmericanPrideRoasters.com. AmericanPrideRoasters.com for historically great coffee. Guaranteed to make you swallow every single time you put it into your mouth world is going to hell and it's a crappy thing out there but you know what you can take it in better stride as long as you have something fantastic in your cup go to americapriderosters.com don't forget to go to mojo50.com that's where you can find all of the hosts on the mojo50 radio network as well as all the backstories and everything else they got the mojo tv you can also check out uh iheart radio app where you can find the radio radio button for mojo50 mojo50 radio right there yep 24-7 free speech libertarian talk. You won't find any better. Yep. Go to our website, doashow.com. Uh, archives and shop and become a defender with us. New things coming down the pike. We'll see y'all tomorrow. Bye, y'all. Bye. This is the seditious, rabble-rousing, liberty-loving, home of fun, entertaining, and compelling talk. Mojo 5. We're gathered here today to join Mike and Jill in holy matrimony. So they may file jointly this tax season. And you are? April from Tax Act, the tax filing software with the expert guidance to help you file for less and get more. Works for me. So, Mike, do you take this woman to love, honor, and get her a maximum refund? I do. Jill? Ditto. I now pronounce you married, filing jointly. I always cry at filing status updates. Tax Act. Switch to Tax Act today and start for free. See TaxAct.com for details.